I've got to pee. I've got to urinate. It's a natural thing. Get over we're in Alabama. Alabama. We're in Alabama, so where do you pee? Do you go inside? No, no. you do not. That's how I got potty trained. That's learned a, to pee off the porch. That's exactly right. It's me, it's my brother, there's not a, a soul inside. As an adult. It's so still I turn and I pee. The problem with peeing, Jeremy, was that I did not realize that the neighbors to our, our rear, um, they had cattle. They've always had a fence up across our backyard. At some point. Oh, I know where this is going. Unbeknownst to me, he changed two rows of the barbed wire for electric fence. I knew it. Oh my goodness. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Guys Over Here. I am Blake. And I am Jeremy. And we are excited to be back for another week of the podcast, man. What has been going on? Everything has been busy. It's been great. A lot of things going on, but here we are with the next episode. So, what we're going to get into today, man? What are we going to? What are you going to go with it? I thought, as we discussed, that we would talk about '90s stuff. Not just '90s stuff, but things we miss from the '90s. Things that actually made our life better, or at least that we fondly remember. Dude, the '90s were so much better than today's world. It, it does. It was. It was a simpler time. It does remind me of a better time, a more simple time, a, a really cool time. And I wonder, though, does every other decade that you kind of grow up in, where it's kind of the golden years? Well, that wouldn't be the golden years, but the twilight years of your <laughs> life. That everybody, like somebody out here on the podcast, is like, no, nothing's better than the '40s. Yeah, I don't think anybody says the 40s were We had were big bands and the, jazz. <laughs> the 40s weren't a good time. I'm telling you, man, the 90s is where it was at. You had, I mean, it, it's the uh, uh, technological revolution in, in a sense. I mean, we advanced so much more in the 90s than really at any point throughout history. Yeah. And, I mean, dude, it was just a great time to be alive. It was such an evolving generation. And I know you could say that a bit about the 80s, which I experienced. Right. So to date us, do you want to say when you were born? Like what year? <laughs> what year were you born? I was born in 1974. That is a lie. <laughs> I was like, I'm older than you. Because I got to experience both decades, and I guess we're calling it generations, but both <clears throat> decades that defined our generation. Yeah. I was, uh, yeah, and we talked about, I was actually born in 86, I don't mind saying that, but um, we talked about how, you know, we both missed the 90s, but we experienced it at very different times. You know, mm-hmm. you're a full decade ahead of me. Yeah, that's right. I was born 1977, the latter end, <clears throat> December 1977. That's a, I, I mean, that's a decade. I don't know what to tell you. You're a decade older than I am. I so, um, but but the things I remember about the 90s will not be the same things you remember and miss from the 90s. Yeah. But. Because when I was coming up through the 1990s, <clears throat> I remember, I actually remember, uh, and there's a, a, a like a reason why I remember. <laughs> there is actually a, a reason why I remember New Year's Eve 1990. Because in the 80s and 89, we were actually at a church thing where you would go over, you know, and, and just spend, not spend the night at church, but go over the the um, midnight hour, basically. Yeah. And they used to call them like watch night services. It was kind of old school, but you would stay at these services and kind of celebrate the previous year, pray in the new year. Right. We'd eat breakfast after midnight it was kind of a fun time and i just i think it was like the first one of those i'd ever attended i was about 12 years old if i remember correctly and i just distinctly remember like 
what are the 90s going to hold? You know, because there was such a – the 80s was a very cool generation, but I was still young. I was kind of that preteen. So a lot of the things that appealed to me in the 80s, I was like, what's going to happen in the 90s, man? It's just, <laughs> you know, I didn't even know that we would see the end of the 1990s. You just uh, kind of felt like it was this <clears throat> real terminal uh, terminal decade. I don't know why I felt like that. <laughs> it's kind of sad. Well, uh, it's funny that <laughs> – that you went into the 90s like that because I went out of the 90s sort of in a similar way. but, but Because, you know, 1999 Y2K. was Y2K <laughs> at, the, at the stroke of midnight, 1999. The world's going to end. Computers are going to forget how to work. They're going to reset their programs to 1900, mm-hmm. and nobody will be able to function. You All know? of a sudden, yeah. the money I did not have in my bank account that I did not have was not going to be there. That, that's exactly right. I'm going to go from nothing to nothing. Straight up, how many... <laughs> Cases of water did your parents hoard for the... They didn't... See, my... They didn't... Not that they didn't think about it, but it was like we had spam. Like Cans of spam? Cans of spam. Not email spam. Yeah. Not, yeah. <laughs> Something I missed from the 90s. <laughs> it was like a, a staple in our household. Fried oh, spam. Oh, God, dude. So we had, we had cans of spam, but... White bread so, and mustard? Yeah, and mayonnaise. We, oh, we did. oh, God, no. <laughs> we did. Dude, that's so good. You're missing out. Uh, I know you have a huge version of mayo, but a spam and mayonnaise sandwich is legit. Shoot, we had we would do white bread with mustard. Why white bread? It was just cheap. Why white bread? <laughs> it, was, Jeremy? it was cheap. This is 2019, and that's now so you're insensitive. all about. Yeah. That's why I like. That's why I missed the 90s too, because <laughs> you could say white bread and not be like ridiculed, <laughs> you, judged. You scorned. and your Caucasian bread. Oh God, I know. Um, but but going so Y2K is happening and the entire world is going to end and everybody's going to die and we're going to be living in the streets like barbarians so as Christians what did we do we, you've got to like when the world's going to end you've got to be in church you know? yeah so I was at the Tarrant Church of God okay Tarrant, Alabama at a foot washing service. <laughs> okay, at I don't know why I left it. I mean, it's like a it's that, just it, one foot. It, it, it's symbolic, you know. It's got a lot of symbolism, and, and there's reasons that we do that. But just for a how old was I? Fourteen year old kid. You just got one foot. I didn't even get my feet washed. It was like for a grown up thing only. Like yeah. so, the kids came, and instead of like shooting <clears throat> fireworks or doing anything that kids want to do, you know, for you're in there washing yeah. feet. I, I I was watching. I was foots. watching foots get washed. Yeah, it dude. It was the strangest thing. And then and then like you know everybody's expecting this big like okay like the earth's gonna shake and everything's gonna happen. And you look up and it's like you're watching that water pan for <laughs> trembles like in Jurassic Park <laughs> yeah. where the Tyrannosaurus Rex is coming into the yeah. scene. Yeah. But but you end up and you look up and it's like twelve seventeen and you're looking around. What's gonna happen? All the lights are still on. And you're like, well. Out of the streets, though, y'all didn't see like it was a zombie apocalypse going on. We did because y'all were washing feet. We didn't. That that was uh that I was also I also I don't know what time about Y2K, but this <laughs> well, was the yeah, 90s. How you, Y2K start, how you started the 90s and how I, I ended the 90s. So. I know it. Well, on that Y2K, we were at a youth lock-in. We're very churched folks here, and there we, we threw the breakers to were the you, building. How were you at a youth lock-in at 24 years old? No, I wasn't that old because I wasn't married yet. I had to have been like probably 21, you, 22. Well, you, we were one of the leaders there. I mean, I wasn't if like. If you were born in 77, you had to be 23 or 24. Please don't make me do the math. I was not because I was not That's born. That's 23 years. I got married in 2000. So June 2000. So I was 20, 22. 2000? I just turned 22. That, yeah. Okay. I had just turned 22. But 
as one of the You'd leaders. You would be 23 that, that year. Your birthday is yeah, in December. Yeah, December. Okay, okay. That's why that was relevant, <laughs> the December portion of my 1977 story. And we, like, flipped the, when it hit, like, everybody's doing the countdown, and you're wondering, you know. So we sneak in there and flip the breakers to the place. And everything goes off, and everybody's, like, kind of looking around. And they're like, who flipped the break? I mean, it was not a very well thought out, you know. We should have had someone drive through the building. <laughs> it was pandemonium. But it was uh, it was fun. And <clears throat> we're still here. Uh, are we? We are. In uh, one, one form of the multiverse, we're here. So... <laughs> The '90s, I got to experience a lot of the bleed over from the '80s because yeah. the hairband thing was still hanging on. And what was cool to me about the '90s is you had all this like rock music back then, where like these bands like Poison and Rat and just Cinderella, all these hair bands. Yeah, uh, included in that was Aerosmith, who is timeless, by the way, Dude. like the Stones. But Aerosmith all these is a legend, I know it. All these bands, you know, so. Bon Jovi was a favorite, and Def Leppard, and those guys were still kind of carrying on into the early 90s. That's good stuff. I mean, I'm just sitting here thinking, like... Pour some sugar cups on the radio, like 106.9, you know, the oldie station. God, that's a good feeling. But there was also, though, I remember very early in my high school career when Nirvana came onto the scene. Ooh. And the grunge... Start smelling a little teen spirit. We did. And it was just such a cool time for music. And that I think that's probably one of the things that cements in my mind the nineties and the feel goodism that you have surrounded the nineties are just the music was so it was so revolutionary. It was so Oh yeah, look at you. Let it hit. Let it hit. (laughs) So we've got Right now, like ripped up mom jeans on and flannel <laughs> shirts. So it yeah. was, but it was so fun. It was so cool because then all of a sudden, the 80s music, I hated in the early 90s and the midnight. I look back at the 80s like yeah. that was the worst decade ever. Yeah. But now I love the 80s. <laughs> so I'm telling you, there's someone out there like the 40s is where it's at. I doubt that. Music I, was cool though. Me, music, music, music was great. Now, see, and um, I, I guess I'm only. I was, in 1990, I was four years old. I didn't have a very large opinion of music. What right. I did like was movies. movies. You know, and now, like I said, I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but being a, a parent now, um, dude, the, can I just say this? The things our kids watch, they're so stupid. A lot of them. Dude, and maybe they were stupid when we were kids. But I look at the cartoons and the shows and the things they're watching, and it's just stupid. Yeah, they're just doing stupid things. They don't make sense. And then I look back and I'm like thinking like of like Looney Tunes. You know, I watch Looney Tunes. Oh That's yeah, eighties, nineties. Um, uh, 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 Scooby Doo. Yeah. Um, Power Rangers, things like that. So I remember the Animaniacs. <clears throat> Dude, love the Animaniacs. We uh, are the Animaniacs. That was, that was such a good show. And uh, Darkwing Duck. <clears throat> oh man, what Dark- was that called? Um, it's called Darkwing Duck. But what was the millionaire? Uh, oh, Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. Scrooge McDuck. DuckTales. DuckTales, that's it. That's DuckTales, uh, Tailspin. All that. And uh, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Yeah, oh, dude, yes. I love that. <clears throat> All those cartoons were so good. And yeah. you would come home. See, I was kind of somewhere between a boy and a man at those times <laughs> because I would come home, get off the bus, mm-hmm. and we would wa- – you didn't have 
at that time, mm-hmm. like Cartoon Network. It became yeah. a thing pretty quick, but yeah. it was like you had the slot time right, yeah. in your day to watch cartoons. You knew at 3.30 30, the Power Rangers were coming on, and yeah. if you're not sitting there, there was no TiVo, there was no... DVR, you, nothing. They didn't even do reruns then. Mm-hmm. Like If you missed it, you missed it. Yeah. It was, and you would you would come in, watch that, and there were just like you know it'd be I would catch the end I think of Chippendales or yeah. something like that, Rescue Rangers, and then it'd go right into Duck, uh, Darkwing Duck I believe. But then what was cool was Batman the animated series, dude, Batman the animated, that which was gave us legend. She gave us Mark Hamill's Joker. Mm-hmm. Also, the creation of Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, she uh, did not appear in the comics before the show. Yeah, and it was it was so cool, and I would watch <clears> every single episode. And then that would kind of transition into the news. That's when you go got your homework done. You knew life was over. Because you knew Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was coming Oh, my gosh. Dude. God. I'm telling you. I'm so – I'm trying to think of that. Nick at Night. Nick at Night. Dude, Nick at Night. Nickelodeon in general. Yes, dude. I mean, you had like – Salute our shorts. Salute your shorts. shorts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, You had all that. Yeah. Um, Hey, dude. I I loved the ranch – show on Nickelodeon called Hey Dude. Not, I love that with all my heart. I'm not going to lie to you, Jeremy, okay? I watched a little bit of Clarissa Explains It All. Ooh, I missed that one. Dude, that was uh, that Melissa Joan Hart. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Clarissa Explains It All. Enjoyed it. Um, what was it? Are You Afraid of the Dark, though? Oh, yeah. Are You Dude, Afraid of the Dark? Uh, are You Afraid of the Dark? I was like Which eight or nine years too. old, and I would be terrified. I know. What did you read? I didn't read anything. I watched no, 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 the show. No, but think about. Oh, are you oh yeah, absolutely. Goosebumps. Goosebumps, Goosebumps, baby. Dude, I can remember like going like my mom would buy me, but she used to get so pissed. We would um, like she would buy me the Goosebump books or whatever, and then it was like uh, you know the Pokemon cards. Pokemon right. was a big deal in the nineties, and, and like that was late nineties though, ninety seven, ninety eight, whatever, and. You know, everybody was trading the cards. Dude, in the early 90s, 93, 92, 93, we would buy the Goosebump books or whatever. Yeah. And we were at school trading those with our friends. Oh, yeah. You know, like, man, I can, I can remember all those. I, I think I've read every Goosebump book there is. And see, we would go to the library, and it wasn't – I never read any of the Goosebumps for whatever reason. I didn't get into it, no. but we would <coughs> – <coughs> been trying to kill that all episode um we would go into the library though and we would get and this is going to be a very local you know kind of flashback but uh wesley's booby trap that was was, yeah wesley's booby trap was a staple (laughs) Uh, especially for 14 15 year old boys many of today's kids got their start from wesley's booby trap so sadly they uh no we would go to we would get the uh Thir- Alabama 13, uh, let's see, how, what was it called? Alabama 13 Ghost of Jeffrey. Oh, or, dude, Jeffrey and the 13 Ghost? Yeah. Yes, dude. Those things were amazing. You're just talking about reading, like, Goosebumps and yeah. stuff. We would read that kind of stuff. And I actually started reading Stephen King in the 90s. Oh, you got to watch out for that. That was scary. And I was afraid <laughs> I was going to become possessed. So I quit reading those. I, I, I read one, and, dude, for the life of me, it was just kind of his graveyard shift. And it was just a collection of stories. Short stories. Yeah. Yeah. And one of those I read about the boogeyman scared the life out of me in such a way that I couldn't sleep as a kid, as a young teen, you know, 12, 11, 12, 13, whatever I was. I read it, and it just haunted me. I don't know why. I just got, yeah, I was very sheltered. So (laughs) read that story a couple of years ago, and I was like, okay, it was interesting, but not as scary as I remembered it being. I don't know if it was Stephen King or not, uh, but I read a short story uh, in the 90s. Uh, but it's about this kid. I don't even remember the name of it. It was like in a collection of uh, short stories. Um, 
But this dude, this kid, like the air conditioner goes out in their house or something. Right. So he just can't handle the heat, and he tells his parents he's going to sleep outside in a tent. So he goes outside, he sleeps in the tent. Well, over the next few days, like his nose starts itching, and like, you know, he can't handle it. And and then it just goes in this horror story of him, like, it's an uncontrollable itch. He's having, like, they're having to strap his hands to his side so he doesn't scratch the flesh out of his face and all this stuff. And then how it ends, he gets to the hospital or whatever. They rush him to the hospital. He's pulling chunks of flesh from his face. And he, they're like trying to get him calmed down, all this horrible stuff. And he like sees a mirror or something, sees his just horribly disfigured face. And the doctors and all these people start screaming and all that. And when he sees the mirror, the medics uh, in the corner puking. Spiders are crawling out of his face. Oh my God. Like a spider had gotten in there when he's camping out and laid eggs. Dude. That messed with me. What is it about scary stories, man, that just intrigue you so much? I have no idea, but they do. They do. I'm so out of the horror movie realm now. Used to, I was all about it, but then it just got so spiritual, so weird that I just could not. You know that, and that's. I was okay with violence, right? I guess. Well, I mean, it it just got crazy and over the top. Well, I mean, you look at some of the like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and the Jasons and the Mm -hmm. Nightmare on Elm Street, and it's all it's horror. horror, Yeah, it's fantasy horror. Like this, these things. Are not possible. Yeah. You know, the Freddy Krueger. No, no, I mean, could, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, Freddy Krueger. Dude, Freddy Krueger killed me. I mean, well, not literally, literally. but <laughs> but then I mean, you look at all these like Amityville horrors, and then the 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 weird. haunting in Connecticut, and the Exorcism stuff of Emily Rose, weird. and I you're know. like, these are real things. Mm-hmm. Like this stuff happened. No, I, I don't so want to tell part the, of we that. Would always tell like ghost stories, Conjuring. And, oh my gosh, Conjuring <laughs> that doll, <laughs> Annabelle. Anyway, moving on. The uh, it was just the '90s though had a good. I don't know. I, I, I loved the horror movies of the yeah. 90s. I loved how... I Scream. Know, did Scream come out in the 90s? Yes, sir. Why do I remember that as early 2000s? You need to calm down, sir. Scream. I think 90... I think kind of... It was on the verge. I think maybe 98. 97 or 98. That's right. No, it had to be because yeah. I remember watching it when I lived in Indianapolis. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Scream revolutionized, Dude. like... The horror movie. I don't know if you call it a horror of, movie. It's but, kind of a thriller. Yeah. But, but the thing was, it, they had gone so far off the path yeah. and got kind of weird right. and just right. not ridiculous. Right. And then that brought it all back to like, oh, I watched it so like three good. times in the theaters. But we, I don't know what, it, the 90s, I just remember in my grandmother, they had it, she had an old record player. And the back there in the back room where this record player was, me and all my cousins, we would go out and like around dusk and we would she had this horror or scary story yeah. record and it had the old vinyl pops and oh, snaps you know white and noise it, and oh that. my gosh and it would tell these you know the, just these scary <clears throat> stories you know that just had all the oh my goodness and my grandmother she would get us like children gathered around her <laughs> she could tell some of the scariest Stories, and she told them all is real. That yeah. hey, this happened to me. We saw this or whatever, and I would be. I lived my life in the nineties mostly terrified. I think, but it was a fun terror. <laughs> it was a fun terror because you know you just had these scary stories. Now yeah. everything's so real and so violent yeah. and so murderous yeah. and so demented and demonic and all this that it's just it's very hard to get into any of that. Yeah. But dude, the books that came out, the like we said, the the uh, goosebumps and just the movies and all that kind of stuff. I just remember that being like it was a big deal. It was. It was so cool. 
uh, and that you know movies really not not just horror movies in general but you talk about like there was a revolution in i mean with, like technology when jurassic park dropped yep dude that's what i was thinking dude jurassic park <clears throat> was uh, still to this day 2019 yeah is one of my favorite movies of all time and you I go back and watch it now i'd have to probably yeah. double check because you know we're in the era of like infinity war and Endgame oh, yeah. where all the cgi is off the charts yeah. incredible unless you're dc come on dc looking at you dc yeah, get your act together. Unbelievable. But it's so off the charts, incredible, the technology and how it looks. And it's just like mind-blowing that yeah. they can even do this stuff in movies. And I'm oh, like, because yeah. it makes me wonder where are we going? Yeah. But like stuff like Jurassic Park. And I mean, you could argue it's predecessors, not Jurassic Park, but like Star Wars. Yeah. How cutting edge George Lucas was. And then you fast forward to when, I mean, you go back and watch those movies and they're yeah. still very believable. Oh, yeah. And very cool. Yeah. And just kind of, and that's just. I, I watched Jurassic Park probably a month ago, month and a half ago. Yeah. And if you look, and if you've got the high dollar TV, you can the definitely 4K. see it. But, but I mean, it don't, mm. it, it doesn't look that bad. Right. You know, it's still I mean, very believable. Yeah. It, and, as far as bringing dinosaurs back to life. Yeah. You're, I mean, you look at it, and it's, and then you start watching the behind the scenes stuff on those movies. Because I am a sucker, as you know, I'm a sucker to watch the director's commentary. I mm-hmm. want to watch the behind the scenes filming, the right. you know, the so cast interviews. Love get all the behind-the-scenes stuff. stuff yeah. um, so I have the collector set of the entire Jurassic trilogy, the original. And they go into, you know, they plan to do that entire movie with animatronics, and they had the best animatronics in the world. And this guy was just like, hey, you know, let's look at this computer model. Let me throw it up here on this computer said, screen. Let me, let me show you yeah. what I can do. And at the time, it had never been done, not yeah. on this scale. You know, they had done it, you know, in small. So, I mean, without Toy that, Story. Yeah. Uh, four years later, yeah, they did do it with Toy Story. Two years, two years. Oh, later. this is nineteen ninety-five. We're talking yeah. about Jurassic Park. Yeah, calm down. My mind went forward. Yeah. And it's just, a, you know what? It's okay. It's in the nineties, okay. man. <laughs> uh, but but without that, you, I mean, yeah. without Steven Spielberg taking that, like, okay, you know what? We're, we're taking a big this. budget film. We're going with CGI is where we're going. I mean, a lot. A lot of things that we have today may not be there today. Yeah. You know, we now they did jump the shark with some of the CGI. You know, they, there's a fine balance that they're having to think strike against CGI, yeah. and they do some really, <clears throat> really cool stuff with it. But then you get some things that are it's almost like music that's overproduced. A yeah. lot of times you can get that, but man, nowadays, yeah. like current day, they're getting it so right in oh, so many dude, ways. Even legit. when they use. The live action actors oh, yeah. in oh, yeah. these cartoon, like, you know, Pixar mm-hmm. kind of car. I, I just come to mind Jim Carrey and the Christmas Carol. Oh, yeah. Looks just good. stuff like that, looks, how they have a mixture looks just now like of, him. Yeah. But, man, it's so good. But in the 90s, it was like you were discovering all this technology. Oh, yeah. And the thing I cannot ever stop loving about the 90s, and especially centered around Tom Hanks yeah. and Meg Ryan, you've all got the rock, mail. You've got all these rom-coms that (laughs) came out. Now everything's now so raunchy. It's so raunchy you almost can't. It's like they're not putting out any, hardly any romantic comedies anymore. But back in the day, man, that was a staple. You know you were going to go on a date. You're going to see one of these awesome rom-coms with Jack Nicholson and Diane Keaton and Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan or whoever it was. Jack Nichol, Jack, um, oh, Freaking Nicholas Cage, Nicholas Cage, City yeah, of Angels. I know what you're thinking of. I know City of Angels. All these different movies and the music that they would put with them, Dude. and and blockbusters yep. like Armageddon. Oh my gosh! And the Arm- music is Armageddon nineties. Yes, 
99? It's got to be 98 or 99 because Probably I saw 98. it. I saw it in nine, I saw it in Indianapolis. I have I have places. All my <laughs> where time was stamps I are in like, my where life. was I living? And so the movies and the music and just like the romantic comedies, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. I'm a huge, as you know, romantic comedy fan. I love these things. I mean, that, that's my go-to. Um, a lot of times when I'm just bored and want to watch something, yeah. I don't know why, yeah. but I love them. You know? well, and you talk about Toy Story, you know, the birth of Pixar and everything, yeah. every move, Finding Nemo and all that crap, you know, or that's come from it. Yeah. That's when Disney's takeover the of the entertainment industry. Exactly. So it, it began. It was yeah, that's where it all began. And what's funny is like my generation, the Generation Xers, we kind of we were not born with this technology, but no. that's kind of what defines our generation is how we adapted to that right. technology. My kids have grown up basically knowing how to operate smartphones oh, yeah. better than me. You know, oh, they yeah. can figure things out and yeah. they have these settings and they, I'm like, how did you get your phone to do that? Oh, let me show you, Dad. And they just, their <laughs> thumb <laughs> starts <laughs> moving kind of like, it's almost like Dr. Strange, yeah, you know, when he's like looking at separates. 14 million different yeah, <laughs> endings. 14 million endings. Their phone, their thumb just goes nuts on a cell phone and or smartphone. And But we kind of had to adopt the technology. We, I remember having the old we had to Apple adopt. IIe's. We had, we had to adapt. adapt. We had, had to adopt. adopt. We adopted this technology <laughs> into our lives because we didn't have it. It wasn't yeah. born in us. Well, that's true. But we adapted to it and thrived in it. You know, yeah. it's one of the... You're like Bane. <laughs> yes. I was born in that. But it's like... It's like we, I remember we would go to computer class in like the sixth grade, which would roughly be around 91, 92 ish, yeah. something like that. And we had the black background, green screen, oh, yeah. Apple IIe's. And we were, you know, a little bit before in the 80s, we were playing like, you know, Oregon Trail and yeah. Where in the World is Carmen San Diego and yeah. Math Munchers and all these That's computer right. games. And then <clears throat> on floppy disk. AOL come out. Dude, AOL. And you You've got mail. And I would love to dig through the mail that my parents got and find, like, the discs that you would download. Oh, dude, like, the like, tri- like a four-month trial or whatever. Or, yeah, or something it was like stupid. 256 hours or yeah. whatever it was. I mean, it was so many hours worth of Internet yeah. service through AOL. And Instant Messenger came from AOL. I got in trouble with Instant Messenger. Well, didn't we all? <laughs> so I proposed to a girl over what? Instant Messenger. So, <laughs> yes, I proposed. You I met her and... You proposed. you did met her, or, I or had you met her? You you did met her. You did meet her. I had met her in another state or something, but sure, it did. ended up being a it dude. Was like, it know, was a dude. No, was he wanted to be married by a sheep. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking nineties, not going to that stuff. Well, that's true. You know, was all well, no, back then it was you just that was crazy. Today it's acceptable. Yeah, that's exactly. the difference. Exactly. It was still happening. There, <laughs> and it was just it was such a I don't know. It was back in the day when. I don't know. We always thought like blonde haired, blue eyed kids were going to go missing. That was the scare of the 80s. Like everybody was getting abducted because you had like TV series in the early 90s that was like unsolved mysteries that would come on and scare the living life out of you yeah. before you went to bed at night. 48 hours and things like uh, that. But this was, I remember. Before 48 hours. Yeah, yeah, I remember unsolved mysteries. It would come on and my parents <clears throat> would watch this and I would be so intrigued by the stories, but it would scare you to death as a kid and uh-huh. everybody was always getting abducted or they yeah. were aliens and you would had all these st- stories like that and then. It was just, I don't know, man. It yeah. was just the, that that was that was kind of the the fear. Don't get kidnapped. Don't talk to strangers. We had stranger danger. Yeah. That kind oh of yeah. Stuff. Oh yeah. Stranger danger may have came later, but it's don't talk to strangers. But dude, you would get released from your home after breakfast, 
And you would be gone That's right. literally all day. Yeah. All day long on a bicycle somewhere, yep. blocks away from where you live, yep. friends that you grew up with in the neighborhood. And you would just play. I mean, I remember we would play in these kudzu. It's a wonder we didn't die from snake bite or something. Dude. But we played in these kudzu fields yep. that were close to like these water towers. Yep. Perfect places to get abducted <laughs> in the 80s and 90s. But we were fine. We think about it before until you're in it, and then you're not thinking about yeah. it. Yeah, and I, I just remember as a kid that time and i know people say this is a cliche but it was literally the truth you would start either hearing mothers yelling out of the front doors you know to yeah. come home dinner you know and stuff like this they didn't ring a triangle but it was just like they would yell out of the yeah. front door or when the street lights would start coming so, on and we, i even had that a little bit in the 90s growing up i mean like i can remember and i tell my 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 kids who are honestly even for the 90s they're too young to right. you know be out but you tell them that, like, yeah, when I was in the 90s, like, we got up, we ate breakfast, and we were gone. You How know? did we not dehydrate? I don't know. You I didn't mean, need water as a child, I, I guess. I don't think you did. But I can remember, just Maybe like you said, acc- I mean, what? We were acclimated? <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> I can remember, like. like desert nomads. <laughs> we, we could just survive. I don't know. The, my dad's neighborhood, he lives in this subdivision or, you know, whatever. And, I mean, it's not a huge subdivision, but we rode bikes for days. You know, just, you'd go. You, you made your round, you know, knock on the door. Okay, hey, you know, right. one more joins the group, and then y'all are off doing something, playing in drainage pipes. And, you we know, we had all kinds of imaginary d- games. Dude, to play too. It's, and it, I tell you this, it's amazing we didn't kill people because we did stupid, you know, oh, like, know throwing it. bricks at cars and stupid things. Like, I remember walking around my neighborhood with like ninja throwing stars. Yes. That we bought at a gas station. Pocketfuls of like M80s. Yeah. And you were Bio trying to find a, like a cat to tie its tail to, tie him to its tail or something stupid. Yeah. We would shoot um, bottle rockets. Rockets at each other. We always had bottle rockets for some reason. Yeah, bottle. They well, I mean, them well, I mean, even today, bottle rockets don't cost anything. Yeah. You know, you can get that's a, it, but and setting them off in mailboxes, dude. We chased each other with BB guns, and the rule was one pump. That's yeah. all you got. One pump. Don't shoot at the head. It was yeah. kind of like a like you could, tag yeah. with BB uh, guns. Like you could control the BB. I can remember uh, one time, dude. Things you'd see him come out of the end of that little barrel. I can remember did. one time. I, I was I was with my brother. We were at my mom's house. My uh, so. He's up in a barn. She lives out on this farm. So he's up in a barn, and we're playing with BB guns, shooting them at each other. And I can't, dude, it was like, you know, you have moments in your life that are like slow motion. Yeah. Experiencing them, you feel like it just, like everything is happening slower than what it's actually happened. I was running. Like I'm in a full, like, run trying to get to cover, you know. Just digging. And he's up in the loft of this barn, dude. And he, I hear the, you know, the BB gun. And Jeremy, I swear, this is not a lie. This is, it, it was like in slow motion. I saw that BB from the time it left <laughs> the gun. It arched out to my right, and I thought, okay, missed. And then I saw the BB. It's like coming. an Angelina Jolie it, movie. Yes, it was like Curve. Wanted, dude. Was it Wanted? Uh, yeah, it was like Curve. 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 Curve's a different movie she Curve. was in. Curve is that cheap Walmart <laughs> cologne that everybody in the Curve. 90s had to have. No, Curve was another but, movie Angelina Jolie was in, I'm sure. Well, I do. Plain as day, I watched that BB and it fired in and it hit me in the lens of my glasses. Brother was a sniper. Dude, you talk about scaring me today. If I hadn't had glasses, everybody says, you know, ah, that bad, it's going to put you out one day. Yeah. You know, you think I saw. Dude, I, if I was not wearing glasses, I would be blind. God gave you poor vision. Oh, to my. Save your yeah, eyes. yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> poor vision, better than no vision. So. My cousin and I one day devised this plan that we would build a bomb. Oh, my Completely acceptable in the 90s, by the way. (laughs) This was before the Unabomber, I'm sure. (laughs) 
completely acceptable. But here we are in like rural Alabama at the time. Yeah. I was out at his house and the land is parched. I mean, yeah. there has been no rain for days and weeks and it's just dry. And you can hear the cicadas just in that midday sun, just chirping away or whatever, singing yeah. their little cicada songs. I mean, my son the other day said, Dad, when you hear cicadas, you know that it's hot outside. <laughs> I said, son, it's just Alabama. We're always hot. I'm pretty and sure so, that I call them cicadas. Is it cicadas? We've always said cicadas. I don't. You can call them a cicada. It's Alabama. You can call me anything you want. And so we decided we're going to build a bomb. So our bomb consisted of three parts: one part Mountain Dew can, yeah. one part gasoline, and one part long strand of like paper towels. There you go. So we filled this Mountain Dew. This is how smart we were. We filled this Mountain Dew can with gasoline, what? and we set it on a stump, and we take and poke like the paper towels down into it. So we had a, probably about four or some of those brawny, whatever, oh, yeah. real thick, you know. We set it on this stump, and we light the end of the paper towel, and we take off running. And it was kind of up on this bluff where we this little stump was. It was just clear. Nothing yeah. but just where they had, like, logged or something, cleared land. But yeah. they had done it months ago, so now everything's just dry and dead. And so we run all the way around because we're expecting – like an explosion, yeah. something yeah, like the, off of the Hiroshima or something or is the coming. Fall guy, eighties reference, or TJ Hooker, or whatever eighties action show there was. We expected this explosion with this mushroom cloud, and then it hits us as we got away from it. Hey, everything up there might catch on fire. That was our last <laughs> thought. You know, everything might catch on fire, and so then we panic. And so I said... Did you listen to nothing Smokey the Bear said? We did not. We, we rolled right on past that commercial. So Only you. We, I told him, I said, get the, get the water hose. You know, get the water. We didn't call it a hose pipe. We called it a water hose because I have a little bit of northern influence. So get the hose pipe. We went and got the... And it was not long enough. And we're sitting there. And we can just watch this paper towel burn. And getting closer to this Mountain Dew can, and our panic and our anxiety is spiking through the roof. And I see, like, this old dead tree limb with no branches on or anything, just this log-looking yeah. tree limb about the size of my arm. And out of desperation, I grabbed that. And, like, just – I was in the Australian outback. I just <laughs> hurled this stick like a boomerang up at that – Good on you, mate. the Mount Dew can. And I was like I, – I don't know what I was hoping to happen. And the Lord is my witness. I hit that Mountain Dew can like I was – I mean – what was Crocodile it? Crocodile Dundee. Dundee. <laughs> Mick Dundee. Like, you know, throw that can and hit the guy running down the New York streets. <laughs> I hit that Mountain Dew can, and guess what happened? It spilled gasoline and fire everywhere. <laughs> All of a sudden, we have this blaze going on top of this bluff. And so now, we're still not sure if the explosion's going to happen. <laughs> so, we're, but we're panicked that we're And in my mind, I'm imagining I'm imagining you all do this very quietly because when your kid gets in trouble like like you avert trouble you, you by being quiet like Well, you forget though. There were no parents. In well, that's sight. true too. That's we, true too. We had, their parents were gone somewhere. <laughs> they had went on, you know, holiday, I'm sure. We're there all alone. And so the only thing we knew to do is like let's run through it and stomp it out. Oh my god. How are you alive? That's what I'm saying. That's why How are you alive today? So wonderful. You know what I did in the 90s? That's why we're tougher. Yeah, let me tell you about tough, son. I'm going to lay out tough for you. Like I said, my mom lived on a farm. So in the backyard, I've got two two instances of this. In the backyard. We put the fire out, by yeah, the way. Uh, uh, I'd cut you off. No, you uh, didn't. The, just, the fr- we put the fire out. <laughs> the, the, the front yard 
was pretty large. The front yard was pretty large, but we did not play in the front yards. The backyard was like a 15-foot strip of grass that we did not – that's like where my, me and my brother want to play. So we're back there. We're throwing a football back and forth. I've got to pee. I've got to urinate. It's a natural thing. Get and we're in people. Alabama. We're in Alabama, so where do you pee? Do you go inside? No, no. you do not. That's how I got potty trained, that's learned it. to pee off the porch. That's exactly right. It's me, it's my brother, there's not a, a soul inside. As an it. adult. It's so I turn and I pee. The problem with peeing, Jeremy, was that I did not realize that the neighbors to our, our rear, um, they had cattle. They've always had a fence up across our backyard. At some point. Oh, I know where this is going. Unbeknownst to me, he changed two rows of the barbed wire for electric fence. I knew it. Oh, my goodness. Let me tell you something, Jeremy. Here I am, my little, like, four, well, I was older than that. Where I was probably seven or eight-year-old okay. self. <laughs> Where are you going this? <laughs> <laughs> so, there I am. You're young self. I'm just having, a, I'm just having a little tank tank out here in the backyard thinking about nothing. And, Lit dude, you up. it blasted me. <laughs> Jeremy, when I say, when you see the, the, the videos uh, of, yeah, dude, it hit Tommy me. Boy. And through the stream, it, <laughs> it blasted me backwards. Like, I don't know. It was like he's trying to keep brontosaurus in this fence or something. I don't know. Had a streak, a red streak, all the way down the inside of my leg to my <laughs> knee. And everything else that was red was, that should have been red was red. Like, could not. I, I limped for almost a month. Like, it, oh dude, it hurt so bad. Worst pain I've ever felt. You would think I'd learned my lesson, right? No. <laughs> oh, no. We learned no lessons in the 90s. So here we are, like, a month later, two months later, me and my brother in the backyard. We're, we're throwing a ball again, throwing a football, whatever we're doing. Uh, break into that. One of the things that me and my brother used to do, we had these little baseballs. That, they were like, you know, the soft baseballs. Yeah. We used to stand on the side of our garage. We had a detached garage. We would stand on, the, like, I would make him stand with his back to that wall, and I got a golf club. And I backed up, and we would slap as hard as we possibly could. Those baseballs? Those, those soft, whatever, baseballs. Mm-hmm. Like, they're still pretty hard. Yeah. You know, as hard as we could. Never hit each other. But that's what the, 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 thinking about the where stuff. thinking about where we're playing at made me think of that. That's the stuff we did in the 90s, you know. Hey, the, after it, church. It, dude. Listen, after church, we would go out. Our church was on the kind of highway, the yeah. main road through there. Yeah. And while our parents were inside talking – all of us children were outside, and we, I guess, thought that it was an okay thing to do this. It was night church. Cars would be going down the four lane in front of us. We're up kind of on a hill a little bit, and our goal, our game, I guess I should say, was to take rocks and try to hit cars as they went by. It was just a thing we did. Dude, you don't, don't think know. about things. Until we hit a car, and it <laughs> slammed on its brakes and drove up in that mug, and yeah, we all got beat. Yeah. That and that was the other thing, that, like the 90s, you oh, got yeah. beat. Beat. Neighbors, Beat, yeah. by I mean, neighbors, I by mean, principals, those, by those, teachers. Those beatings that you go to jail for today. Like people joke about it, but we got spanked. if you got, today if you got, yeah, if you got spanked Abuse. back then, you know that's what happened. But so we're in the backyard again. We're throwing the ball, and the ball goes over the fence. Now I'm not so stupid that I don't for like I remember this fence is electric. Yeah. So I am like ninja my way like. I'm like, you know, Beverly Hills Ninja or whatever, trying to get through this fence so I don't get zapped. But I had right. to get the ball uh, because we only had four more in the garage I could have went and got. But, right. So I've got to go through and I've got to get this ball. So I, this I, I get the base yeah. <laughs> signature on it. <laughs> That's right. Uh, 
shockingly enough, it was an Alabama football. There we go. It, it, and I'm an, a diehard Auburn fan now, but at the time I was an Alabama fan as a kid because my dad made me. Yeah. So, anyways, I get I get through <laughs> I get through the fence. Well. In my joy of I have retrieved our ball, we have saved the day, okay, I throw the back of, ball back across the fence. In that moment, I forget the fence is electric. <laughs> You're so caught up in the victory. Dude. So I grab I I'll grab hold the, the hold of the fence. And it's apparently the way electric fences work. They're they're not like a constant stream of electricity through them. They're pulsing. It, it pulses. Yeah. So you can maybe you can grab it and it doesn't do anything to you. But then that you know when that pulse comes back through, it's gonna it's gonna blast you. So I gra- like I grab it and doesn't do anything, you know. And this guy's got a lot of land, so apparently that pulse has got to travel because I I grab it and I get my leg all like over. Now, now let me back up and describe this fence. The top row is barbed wire, then electric, <laughs> then barbed wire, then electric. Okay, six strands. Oh, so. I grab the barbed wire or the uh, the electric park. I throw my leg over and I'm like straddling this electric what fence. Are you to, it is remarkable just, that I, you have children. I'm just trying to get through, you know. Like, <laughs> and this is very quick. I'm telling the story, but it was just a. I'm like, how long does it take to just you know hop through, you know? Yeah. But I grab it, throw my leg through, straddling it. About to put. That's when the electricity gets to me, Jeremy. How do you have children? Dude, Jeremy, How? it hits me. It hits me and blasts me up. My <laughs> back, the, my, even with my spine, goes into the barbed wire fence. Okay, I drop back down onto the electric fence again. It hits me again. You're just like <laughs> and, pinball. And no, this time it blasts me out to the side. Probably four feet off the fence. I mean, I'm like eight years old. I weigh like maybe 60 pounds. I don't know, dude. And I just laid there. I just <laughs> laid there. My brother, my brother thinks I'm dead. He's screaming. Right. He's crying. He's running. And I'm just laying there. Uh, 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 peed all over myself. Peed all over myself. <laughs> but not back on the. But fence. not back on the fence. I okay. did not. Okay, you did learn. You learned a little. Something. <sighs> Dude, I miss the nineties though. And I think that's probably why is because we have so many fond memories of just that's not the a fond we memory. That's with. just a funny memory. Oh, that's funny. But now that, we think about it fondly. Oh because, Jesus! And our kids will do the same thing. I'm sure they'll remember these crappy songs that are playing on that's the radio. Right. These movies. Yeah. They've got actually good movies that they do. They, but they don't you know, want to watch any of that. They want to sit around and watch YouTube. They do. And they'll remember that. They'll sit around and they'll look back at the pictures. And yeah. Look, this is my granddad. And the granddad will have like dog ears. Yeah, and a Snapchat filter. <laughs> yeah, some Snapchat. Well, you know, they, they. Oh, uh, something about the 90s. I'm very sorry. Go Mention ahead. Snapchat filter. Oh, snap. Disposable cameras. Dis- Dude. Because you never knew what you had on that. Never. Day. You never. remember we, any we camera, had, really? Any camera. You just had true. film. And you would go, and when they came out with one-hour photo development. Oh, my gosh. And you would go down there. Because we'd go on, like, trips with our friends and oh, stuff. Yeah. We'd go to, like, church camp, and we would take, like, a couple. I remember, yep. Mom, I need to cut. You know, and you'd take all these pictures, especially the little girl you liked or something. And and you would run home, and it was, like, this process to go take them to the one-hour photo place. If they had that. Oh, yeah. You know. Not all the of them did. Not all of them did. Sometimes you had to wait a couple of days. Yeah. And. Then you'd get these pictures back, and nothing is in frame. Nothing's in focus. It's just like. You know, but weren't those the best pictures? They were. weren't that those man? That, we had so much fun. That it was. I amazing. think I actually have. I was I was building a video this past weekend for graduation for some seniors and stuff, my kid included. And so we're digging back through old photos and found rolls of film that have not been. Holy crap, dude! I'm like, can we even get this developed anymore? There's places though to do it. I know they can. Walmart will do it still. I think. Yeah. 
So it's like, you know, you would just have these surprises. I will, these I will surprise tell you that. I, I found uh, when I was moving all my stuff out of my parents' house into my apartment, you know, when I moved out and all that stuff, I found a disposable camera from probably – I don't know. I don't know when it was, but it, it had, years, to, be, it had to be at least 10 years old. I think I had it at church camp when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I think is when it was from. And I found I was like, oh, my gosh, this has never been developed. What? Oh, oh memories. Yeah. yeah. Carried it, and they were like, yeah, it, apparently it all went bad or something. Yeah, like sometimes it can't, they, 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 just, the they can't or the, sit or something. Yeah, I don't know. So. The technology. So be ready for disappointment, potentially. I know. So if you're listening to this podcast today, think about some of the fond memories that you had from the decade that kind of defined you, that preteen to teenage years, graduation. Because we have, there's so much more. We, oh. we have to do 90s part two. I think all we talked about was movies for the most part. And then We've kind of did killing technology each other. <laughs> and not dying with your friends. We talk about movies a lot. So, <laughs> That's our go-to. But it was, it was, it was a, you know. It was a lot of nostalgia. Yeah. And and you just start reminiscing stories I hadn't thought about, you know. Oh, that, yeah, man. Come and, you know, I, I think of, there's some stuff I'll say, some stuff that very personal, very heart-wrenching on a serious note from the 90s that I don't miss. No. Because that's where you learn to live. That's oh, where you yeah, learn absolutely. to become absolutely. who we are today. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, 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 I think you learn more probably from your, your hard times, your, you know, your, your, the hurt times yeah. or, or whatever, than you do the, the good times. I mean, yeah, those are fun to think of. But there are yeah. some defining moments absolutely. from the 90s, from our childhood, you know, absolutely. that really make you mm-hmm. who you are. So that's right. I hope this brought back some fond memories for you, yeah. older and younger ones. and. You know, it'd be awesome to see you comment some of the things that you remember from your childhood that people probably don't have a context for anymore. One thing is, I just think of our VHS tapes where you would record movies when you got that free HBO or Showtime That's weekend, right. and right. you would record it, and you'd have to like write down the tracking number to, <laughs> so you don't have to fast forward through. You could That's just right. fast forward to that number That's and watch. Right. And you, if you did the extra long play, it'd be a poor quality. Dude. But you got th- you could fit three movies basically Dude. in one VHS tape. Mixtapes. Oh, mixed it. Yeah. Let's table this. Let's come back. <laughs> we'll talk more about the 90s. Yep. It's been a great discussion. It has. I've had a lot of fun. All right. Well, hey, thanks for tuning in to Guys Over Here. I don't even think we mentioned the name of our podcast to begin with. <laughs> Maybe we didn't. So I don't know. We'll cut that in. We'll cut that in. <laughs> yeah. but-